Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast. It's a podcast that does interviews with inspirational people, like our guest today, as well as provides custom content and monologues on topics to help our listeners, that's you, find the resources, tools, and support they need to be their best inspired self. We are super lucky today. We have um, Ashley Rainsbarger. I'm trying not to murder your last name. <laughs> um, also referred to as Coaching Yoda, um, seen on uh, part-time or heard on the part-time CEO podcast episode fifty-two, embrace your destiny episode fifteen, and holistic healing connections with Amber Cook. So we're super excited and super lucky to have you here. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm I'm glad that you you made it. So I, um, I actually met you in a, I want to say it was the Entrepreneurs with Heart group um, or somewhere similar. And I just thought you're just, you're, you have this really great spirit. And I like to interview people who want to help other people be their best self, right? So, and especially if they do it and maybe not the way I would do it kind of way, because I think that we all resonate differently with people. And, um, so you have, so, uh, like the, who you help and why you help them piece, um, you use quantum physics to help transformational experts. Can you tell me a little bit about how you use quantum physics? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I consider myself a mindset coach for, for, and, and even I've been playing around with the idea of, of a mindset mentor more so for, for coaches and other transformational experts. Um, and I do use I use the power of quantum physics. Now, before, I think I've always been, <clears throat> I think I've always been someone, like when I was younger, people would say that, that I was so mature or I was so wise or, you know, I would get that a lot. So I think that I've, I've always had just an affinity, I think, for thinking deep thoughts. <laughs> and I was always able to help friends and family, you know, think of things in a different way. Um, and... Long story short, after I, you know, decided to, to be a coach and start my coaching business, um, I, I started out as a health coach and I wasn't really like excited about health coaching. Like I, I love to eat tacos <laughs> and, you know, and, and I'm not a big fan of exercise, right? Like food and meat are friends. And so I had this whole idea that being a health coach meant that I couldn't, you know, do those things. Um, but through like health coaching, what I found was that I was really, I was really mindset coaching women through the way that they thought about food. I was, I was mindset coaching their relationship with food um, as emotional eaters. And that's something that I relate with. And after that, I really came across, I came across a mentor who was offering a package around quantum healing. Um, and using that as a tool in health coaching. Um, and I remember being like really attracted to that, attracted to the idea of energy healing because it was just another way to, to incorporate something really cool into my health coaching. And I, I can't even explain. It was, it was like a nine-month process, um, just learning all about how the power of intention has a physical effect on matter. So not only can you focus your intention on physically healing your body? You can focus your intention on, on healing your emotions, on healing your thoughts, really on 
healing your thoughts, which cause the emotions. Um, and so honestly, I mean, quantum, quantum healing is just, it's a form of, of mindset coaching because our thoughts are, are made of energy. And when you focus your intention on healing your thoughts, you're affecting every aspect of your life. And so I've chosen, I've chosen to work with transformational entrepreneurs. And when I say transformational entrepreneurs, what I mean is people who I guess are, are like me in that they have a deep desire to serve people in this world. They have a deep desire to, to make this world a better place. And so I chose to focus my coaching on helping those people um, so that hopefully I could help them create an even bigger impact than, than what they're already creating. Well, that's a great, that made sense. <laughs> it does, it does. So if I were to summarize, um, you, you utilize a whole bunch of great tools that you've learned through a bunch of programs to support people who are trying to help others and maybe need to get rid of some blocks that they have that are kind of getting in their way. Exactly. Yeah, I like the way you said it better though. As well. <laughs> I've um, said it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, oh. um, it's int I, just interestingly, um, my journey was similar. Uh, I went to a health coach. I, I became a health coach through Health Coach Institute. And Me too. Yeah, oh, like so we randomly found each other, other but we didn't start it. Um, but I wasn't particularly attracted to the health coach side and none. Mm -hmm. uh, I like Cheetos, like Cheetos are my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving them up, just mm -hmm. saying. Um, <laughs> but it, it didn't, I had a whole backstory before that actually was in, in caregiving um, coaching and I was really disappointed with the lack of actual teaching on coaching. And so I was like, well, I have to find something that's ICF. I have to find something that's real. I don't want to be looked at as not, you know, actually knowing this stuff. And um, so I did their health coach and then they did the life coach and then they did the mastery. Um, but their transformational coaching methodology is amazing. For, for me, it definitely was um, a big part of how I do the things that I do. Um, and I'm also an executive coach in training, but I don't particularly always feel attracted to maybe that demographic. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that we all sort of find our own path yeah. through and land kind of where we need to land. So, yeah. um, and it really is about just like trusting that path, like deciding, you know, for whatever weird reason I feel called to move in this direction. I remember like when I, when I signed up with that coach um, who taught the quantum physics, I had no idea how I was going to afford her. I literally was like, I can pay you for like four months. I don't know what's going to happen after that. <laughs> but intuitively I felt really connected to her and I felt connected that that was where I was supposed to go. And so I did it and, and I paid for it. And and it worked out just fine, you know, and that's really scary, but it's, it's just about trusting that intuition and moving in that direction. I, I love that. So there's um, a woman that I, I didn't finish the certification and that I didn't take the test because I, after two years, I was tired, but um, her name is Dr. Susan Taylor, and she is um, the founder of a technique called focused awareness meditation. And um, so I went to the teacher training, but she has a similar concept, like you said, the power of intention has a, an ability to have a physical effect on your body. Mm. And she says that the mind-body, there's a mind-body complex. They, they don't really exist without the other. But she believes that the body is simply a manifestation of the mind. Um, so the body becomes and is the things that you thought it into being. 
Yes. And that's either really powerful or um, sitting here a couple pounds, maybe overweight, disappointing to me. But <laughs> but it certainly, um, it does put you a little bit back in the driver's seat, I think, um, if you're feeling hopeless, to know that your head can help get you there. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if you set that intention to... Um, be different or be more or whatever your your words are for that. Absolutely. And I would go as far to say is that our entire reality is a construct of of our mental thoughts. I mean, we decide, you know, we make choices in our life based on the way that we are thinking, based on the way we perceive ourselves and based on the way that we perceive the world. And so the house you live in, the person you're married to, the things that you feed your body, the relationships that you have, the amount of money that you have, it is all because you have decided that you are a person who should or should not have certain things. So I'm partly Cheeto. (laughs) Hey, I love Oreos, you know, it's a balance. (laughs) I love that. Um, So the the part that I didn't add because I wanted to sort of ask it separately is, um, explicitly you, you had said on, on your website, and I think I've heard from you before too, that you work to remove mental barriers that are blocking um, a person's growth. What type of mental barriers do you see most often, or do you think that you're most qualified? I guess that's not fair. You're probably qualified to do all things, but that you see the most often. Wh- which ones do you see the most often stopping people from kind of getting there? You know, I believe that because I work a lot around around money and and how we have all these beliefs about why it's okay or why it's not okay for us to charge a certain amount um, whether or not our clients can afford us etc etc because it's business we talk a lot about money but even I think that all beliefs really come down to the the overarching belief of I am worthy I am enough it's okay for me to make this amount of money. It's okay for me to call on this ideal client. It's okay for me to believe and accept that, that my service is, is transformational, that it changes people's lives and that that commands a certain price and that I am worthy of receiving that and that it's good for my client to give it that it's actually a transformational part of their journey too. Um, so yeah, we work a lot around money, but it all comes down to, it all comes down to, to I am worthy. And, and those blocks are, are often created in childhood and, and, and then they are just perpetuated by the, the people in our environment who believe the same things. Um, and so it's just really a par- process of, of identifying exactly what those blocks are and then making different, choosing to believe consciously in different beliefs until it's more solidified within our subconscious mind. Yeah, that was (laughs) awesome. (laughs) And I actually, um, so I have this really great um, mentor, coach, friend, person that I interact with. And we did this um, kind of some kind of money visualization thing. I'm not really sure what she called it, but it was, it was very interesting. Um, I think you're right. It rarely turns out to be a green piece of paper, right? It's not a money question as much as um, 
as something deeper, right? There's usually like, you're not overweight because of liking, just liking Cheetos, right? right? There's always the why under the why under the why, right? Mm -hmm. That's sitting there deeply in there. Um, One of the other things that I wonder if, if you see this in your, in your practice is I find that those of us in the the caring spaces or the transformational spaces, we, we are very good at wanting to help others, right? That giving part. Um, but we're not always as good about the receiving part. Um, mm-hmm. And which can be part of the, the money block. Uh, but realizing where like, it's sort of a circle of life. If you give if someone gives or you give, you have to receive. Otherwise, there's this imbalance between you and that other person. Um, and money can be the balancer. Mm-hmm. Um, or hugs or kittens. You can give me kittens. Yeah, yeah. My husband would move out, but I like kittens. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love cats. No, I think, I think, I think we get really, we get really egotistical. Um, And I mean that both in like, oh, I'm so good at what I do and this is how I help people and blah, blah, blah. But also in, oh, I'm not good enough. I can't do, I can't do enough. I can't be enough. You know, we are, we're always putting the focus on ourselves. And when it comes to, I guess when it comes to, like, it's so easy for us to give what we realize that it's, it's so, it's equally important for us to receive and in fact, receiving is an act of giving, right? And we, and we don't even see it that way. I know, I know that one thing that has come up a lot for my clients recently and my friends and my other entrepreneurs in the community is this, uh, is this like loneliness, like this lack of connection, this disconnection. Mm-hmm. And we are so like, so focused on serving, on giving, on being there for others. And then like one of the things my clients complain about often is a lack of support from their husband or feeling really lonely. And my question is always, you know, what part of you isn't wanting to connect? What part of you isn't wanting to receive the support? What about not receiving that support is keeping you really safe? Because if you are, if you're struggling to receive, there's a part of you that doesn't want to. And so it's really important to, to explore that question, to ask yourself, what is it about the receiving that is really scary for me? Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, interestingly, I've like I've had that come up a lot in my communities as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I don't know, maybe the last three to six months, it seems to be prolific. Um, and one of the people, the way they described it, broke my heart, but I understood it. She said she feels like she's standing in front of a room of a thousand people and no one sees her. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, that yeah. sounds terrible. Um, but part of you doesn't want to be seen. Exactly. Right? And so, I've felt that way before. And also there must be a part of her, a part of her that doesn't want to be seen, that mm-hmm. is afraid of that support. And we, we struggle so much to ask support from our spouse. We struggle so much to ask support from our friends and from, from our family members, um, from, from other entrepreneurs and from God you know, from, from our faith, the universe, whatever it is you believe in, it doesn't matter. We struggle to ask support, um, in all of those places. And then we go and whine and complain about how we're lonely. And I get it too. I'm a whiner and a complainer too, but we go and we whine and we complain about how we feel disconnected, how we, 
how we are lonely, how it doesn't feel like anybody understands. And yet there's a part of us that refuses to, to believe that that support is available or take action in seeking it. So I know this is a close-ended question, but feel free to, I just can't reword it right now to make it more open-ended, but um, do you, is there any truth to the idea that we speak things into being? Like, so we talk about complaining a lot about being lonely, but it's almost like, like you're keeping, you're making a groove deeper. If you keep saying, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. Eventually you're like, yeah, I'm lonely. Mm. Um, do you think there's any truth to kind of that, like out loud mantra of repeating that? Making Absolutely. Because, because our words come from our emotions and our emotions are created from our thoughts. I have that exact same cup, by the way. <laughs> I love that Art cup. It's the best right now. But yes, we, we, have, we have those those thoughts, those habitual negative thoughts. They create an emotion within our body. They cause us to speak the thing that we are feeling into reality. Um, and so it creates, it creates our reality. But the, the originator is the thought. So is there, um, is there a way to like put some awareness spotlighting on that? Like, let's just continue with the lonely theme. So if I'm feeling lonely in a room full of folks, and I want to go complain to my husband about how I'm feeling lonely in this room full of folks because I think I want support, but clearly I don't because I'm letting myself be lonely. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, is there a way to like catch or have an awareness on that and, and reframe it or say something different or do something different? I mean, what, what might be an opportunity to move Absolutely. forward positively? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The first thing is to, the first thing is to really forgive yourself for feeling that way and for creating what you've created. Um, you, you still have a lot to be grateful for, of course. And, and it's okay to have the negative emotions. Even people who have practiced mental mastery like myself <laughs> have the negative emotions, have days when I just want to quit. And so that's okay. So the first thing is to stop and to ask yourself if, if it's okay to have a second thought if it's okay to explore it, you know, and then just go within yourself and ask yourself, you know, what is the fear there? If I'm experiencing this discomfort, but I know that I am not seeking the connection, even though it's something that I want, what am I afraid of? What is, what is the fear there? And once you identify the fear and you figure out what it is that you're afraid of, you can identify the belief that is causing the fear. So for example, I would just say like women who don't ask more support from their husbands, the fear there is that they will be disappointed or let down or that it will cause an argument. Or rejected or conflict. Yeah. Yeah, I have a husband. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I think that it's, it's, it's really as simple as asking yourself to have a second thought and, and to identify the belief that is causing that is causing you to feel the fear and then asking yourself um, if you're ready to release the old belief and create a new one. That's beautiful. Love it. So if someone, um, what would someone be experiencing right now that would be a trigger for them to call Coach Yoda? (laughs) I just like that. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I know that's not not, not who you are, but so, but what would be something they're like, they're experiencing this kind of thought, or they maybe uncovered this kind of belief that 
they would go, you know what, I probably should talk to Coach Ashley and maybe get some support. What would that look like maybe? Yeah. You know, I'm really focused on helping people at a certain level in their business because I really want, I really want my, our work together to be focused on the mindset. Um, I used to help I used to help people who were more at the beginning of their business, but I want people to be really comfortable with the strategy first. If you're already really good at creating clients and you've reached a certain level in your business and you know, you know that you're struggling and there's, there's a part of you that's like, I am holding myself back. There are, there are thoughts and behaviors that I repeat over and over again. And I, I just can't seem to understand why I'm doing it or where it's coming from or how to change it so that things shift in my business. So I would say you, you have to have, you have to have some awareness of, of yourself. Um, a lot of people never even reach the point of awareness. A lot of people never even get to the point where they're, they take responsibility for their emotions and their thoughts in the way that it is having a real effect in their life and in the, in their business. <clears throat> I have nothing to say to that. I agree. <laughs> um, and let's say that they are in a certain point in their business and they're, um, you know, like you said, they're like ready to grow, but they know they've got some patterns in place that are sort of keeping them stuck. What would it look like to work with you? Like, is it, you know, do you guys do trampoline work? Do you go to parties? Like, like how would it be working with you? What's your medium of you know, communication, what does it might be look like? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been asked this question before. Somebody, what did somebody ask me? They asked me like what my, my mode of coaching or something was, or my, what do they call that? The, not a mode, but a. I'm just like, do they call you? Do you Zoom? Do you do whatever? <laughs> yeah, do you yeah, yeah. I don't know. My coaching is very intuitive. And we, and we start off, we start off with, um, we start off with getting really clear about where it is that you are, what it is that you want to create and why you think that you're not able to get, to get there. And um, once we get really clear on that, then we focus a lot of our attention on mind and body awareness. Like what are the thoughts that are keeping me from doing what I want to do? What are the thoughts and the beliefs that I want to consciously embrace instead? How is that affecting my physical reality? How is it affecting my body? Because it's not even just that we have the thoughts. It's, <clears throat> the thoughts cause a physical reaction within certain energy centers within your body, which makes it even harder to do the things that are so scary because you have a, like a visceral feeling, right? And a resistance towards doing those things. And the more you clear up that energy, the easier it is, the less triggering it is to do the things that are, that are more uncomfortable. Um, then we take action based on all that awareness. Like what is now that you have decided you have these new conscious beliefs, What's the different action that you're going to take? Because different action creates different results. Mm -hmm. and, and then the last part, which is really kind of solidified throughout the whole process, and is probably the part that, that most people struggle to really embrace is the trust. Like, how can I practice trust within myself to create the thing that I want to create? And how can I put trust in my higher power that the thing that I want to create is actually supported? I have a lot of clients who have this idea that what they want and what their higher power wants is really different. And so there's this whole guilt thing going yeah. on. 
this whole shame thing going on. And a lot of that has to do with money because we're taught that money is kind of a negative thing. It's the root of all evil and, <laughs> and all of that. And so what my clients find through practicing not just their business strategy, but the energetic strategy, making that a priority in their business and seeing, allowing that trust to build as they see how those energetic habits have a real effect in their business. That's, that's beautiful. I might like, once I get my crap together, I might have to call you and see. How <laughs> um, and so I don't want to keep you because I know you probably are like book crazy solo with so many clients. It's amazing <laughs> at what you're doing. I wonder if you might share with us kind of, um, you don't have to give a name or anything, but do you have like a favorite client transformation story or like one that just, hmm. you're like, yeah, I'm doing this again tomorrow because Sheila is, Sheila's my muse. She just nailed it. Like, <laughs> you know, I honestly, I'm, I'm really excited about probably my most recent client. Um, cause I did more recently make the switch from helping more beginner entrepreneurs to like that next level. And she's somebody who already has two businesses. She has three kids and one on the way. Um, she is, she's a lot like a lot like I was in that she has this belief about, I got to do, do, do all the time or I'm never going to see any results. Um, and she, <laughs> she just embraced the process. She embraced all the habits that, that I asked her to, even though it didn't make any sense, even though she didn't quite understand how that works, even though it kind of like felt like magical. And I mean, she made her investment back with me in 30 days oh. through, in her business. And, <laughs> and I told her, I was like, I've got to start keeping like client records or something because, because I think, I think that's the, the quickest that that has, has ever happened. Um, and so, you know, it's a journey and we're going to spend many more months together because it's really important that we solidify, um, through the ups and downs of her business, making that energetic work a priority. Um, but it just is, it's so fun because it's, even though I know it's, I mean, you never really know what's going to happen for each person, but it's so fun just to watch and to witness and to know and trust that, the very best thing that is supposed to happen is, is going to happen. So yeah, I love that. I always, um, the thing that I love about the work that I do and wherever niche I happen to be floating in that moment, I just love people seeing people reach a, their desired state, yeah. like how they want to show up in the world. And, and I believe like wholeheartedly and I would expect, maybe I'm wrong, feel free to correct me, but I expect you do as well. I love holding space for people until they see themselves for who they are, because people are just amazing what they can do and what they can accomplish. Um, and it's just, it's honor. It's like an honor to stand beside so many people who are showing up for themselves in a way that they'd never even thought of before. Um, that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> Exactly. That's so true. It's like a high, you know, and it's, it's, it's like when they get to feel like, oh, it gets to be like this easy, it gets to feel this good. Um, and not really understanding before how, how that is or what everybody's talking about in personal development, <laughs> you know, yeah. what do they mean? It, you know, it's easy to be happy or whatever, but just watching them really experience that for themselves and, and make those shifts and seeing how it has an effect in their life. It really is you know, it's magical. It's, it's so fun to watch. I think it's great too. So do you have any parting words of advice or wisdom or, Hey, here's my website or anything that you would like to share with the listeners today? Um, no, I would just say, you know, 
if you're out there and you're listening, make sure you get really clear about what it is that you want. Decide that that's what you want and that it's okay to have it and then do what you need to do to create the beliefs that are going to support that so that you can create it. Um, and, and come, come hang out with me in, on Facebook in the mindful coach group. Um, that's where we're going to do a really cool interview series where we just talk about mindset all the time and it will help you at any level at any level. So awesome. I'll have to check you out. I'm pretty sure I'm, I have to be in there. If I'm not, I'm embarrassed. So no, that's great. Oh no, I should be embarrassed then. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much again. I, I know that you're very busy, but I appreciate you taking the time and I can't wait to get this um, published. So thanks again. And we'll see you soon. I hope. Thank you, Jackie. I appreciate you so much.